0: So I'm marching up to your gates today to throw my lonely soul away. Cause I don't need it, you can take it back. Hoo hoo hey, la la la. Hey hey hoo, Lily (laughs) Lou. Um, (laughs) that's right. It's fun to say fun words because this is American Brews and Tunes. Yeah. Here's a theme song. You know it's not a mean song. It's a good song, just as it should. Song American Bruise and Tunes. Welcome back to American Bruises and Tunes. Wow, how's it going, everybody? Hope you're having well. a great day. Yeah, my name is Steve Johnston, and my name is Jesse Titus, and this is another one-off episode. So that means we're reviewing one album. And one brew. And it's going to be a a great episode of that, a great album. Yeah, well, I hope it's a a great episode as well. Ah, We we already know that the album's great. Because it's a one-off episode. We already, we choose the album. The brew, I guess we'll find out. Yeah, we'll figure it out. Yeah, um, and you know, hopefully the episode is a great combination of all things. Of all all things that could be and are. Yes, that's really... A good way to phrase it, I suppose. <laughs> Anyways, um, like we said, this is episode 59 of oh, American Bruising Tunes. Goodness. And we're reviewing an album that is near and dear to our heart. And it's uh, topical to us because um, this was one of the last shows that we went to in Rocktober. Yes. Um, and it is the Menzingers. Yep. Now, I know we've, we've reviewed their most recent album, which After is called the After the Party. Um, that was a little while ago. We're going to yeah. go back two albums and review their album... On the impossible Bass. Yeah, we figured that since they're such a great band and we think that everybody should listen to them, we're going to review another one of their albums. I think it's a great idea. For that reason and that reason alone. Well, not really. Also (laughs) because it's awesome and we love it. Uh, Which is, yeah, more true. Um, But anyways, before we delve into that uh, fantastic, fantastic album, um, shall we talk about a brew? Yes. All right. So we're having something a little bit uh, less crafty than what we normally have, uh, but it's yes. but there's a reason. There is a reason. So what are we having this week, Jesse? We're having um, what I assume is Budweiser's attempt at a craft beer. What is it? It's Budweiser's Copper Lager, aged on real Jim Beam barrels, Dave's. So oh, what does that mean? <laughs> I guess it's a uh... It's supposed to be like their try it I don't know, barrel aging. I guess. So it's But it says barrel staves. So did they just like stick Jim Beam b- parts of barrels into the brews? Could be. I mean it could be. Something instead like of actually that. instead of barrel aging the beer itself. Yeah, I guess yeah. so. So I'm, I'm I'm expecting maybe a little bit of oaky flavor, a little maybe. maybe some slight bourbon notes. I'm not really entirely sure. Um it's a copper lager, so it's not going to be that big full body like a stout or yeah. a it's going to be like closer a brown ale. Yeah, so probably. that's the, even less than that. But even when you less. think of like barrel aged beers, it's usually a stouts and because heavy. Because copper is closer flavors. to tan than True. brown. True. So I'm I'm expecting this to just be lager like, maybe yeah. slightly more malty than the Budweiser normally is. And, and what. Pre- Perhaps a little of that oaky flavor. I'm not really entirely I'm hoping, sure how much. Is I'm going hoping to be in for here. I'm hoping for something other than like I'm hoping for a note that I'm like, ah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I can tell that they put Jim Beam staves of a barrel in there. Now, why is it that we're having Budweiser, Jesse? Yeah, why? No, I'm asking you. I'm I'm genuinely curious. I have absolutely no idea why this Budweiser's here. Well, Steve, let me tell you. I know why it's here. Would you like me to say why? Yes. <laughs> it's because on the one song, Sun Hotel, which we will be discussing later on the album, On the yeah. Impossible Past, he talks about Budweiser. <laughs> so why not be of the subject and have a beer that uh, is reminiscent of the, the album? Yes. Yeah. Uh, that's the only reason we're trying this. Top and top because top. it is always kind of uh, interesting whenever like a major like macro brewery releases something that's like... A little different? Oh, not their normal Budweiser. Yeah, so I'm curious, and it's in these little odd shaped yeah, bottles. This is the best the best part about this beer. It, it looks and, like, unless it tastes really good. The can bottle. I, can I tell you what it makes me think of when I see this bottle? Sure. If you were to think of like the 1800s, like a a, a medicine bottle oh, like yeah, someone going town that. to town saying have our magic elixir look out if That's if so you have a, a bald head to try this magic elixir rub it twice on the head before bed <laughs> and you'll have a full head of hair it may not be the next day but trust me keep buying it and it will happen yeah. eventually it's a, it's a, it's a funny shaped bottle not like the snub nose little bottles that pours uh, no, banquet it's beer close, is in though. but yeah. it's close to that so let's say that we give these a crack and try them. Yeah, I think this is, yeah. if this beer doesn't taste that great, the bottle and the, the label are the best thing Yeah, about it. it's kind of cool. And, and we always like to try new stuff, so why not? Yeah, why not? Yeah. And we're going to be drinking it straight from the bottle, and not pouring into glasses just yeah, because, because it's Budweiser and we America. feel. Yeah. And they, it's a bottle, but they're twist off caps. Yeah, let's see if we can get some sound on this. Yeah. Can you Shh. twist that off? Should have picked up something there. You're probably the microphone probably picked up a little, little bit of something. Do you do you smell anything? It smells kind of interesting, actually. It smells uh, like sweet, like a sweet lager. It smells very sweet. Yeah, I think it smells kind of good, like a sweet lager. I don't know. That's all I have to say about it. Cheers! Yeah. You want to cheers it and, and try it? Yeah, let's cheers and try. All right, as we always say in American brews and tunes, down the hatch. <laughs> it tastes better when you slip a little just kind of gets the air flowing you know um off the bat it really doesn't taste that different from a budweiser no it does it's it's real sweet up front but then the aftertaste is where i get a little different it notes. definitely tastes a lot better than a budweiser it's i'll say the, that there's the the other notes are hitting me in the after flavor like after it's already swallowed yeah and gone. it's kind of like a but i'm having a hard time describing them what would you what would you say is, is going on there I want to say it's almost caramely, but I agree with you. It's n- not though. <laughs> like you know how in uh, the beer we had last week, the Bourbon County brand stout from two thousand Seven <laughs> um you could really taste like that sweet those sweet caramel notes. Yes, and this is almost like it's almost wanting if, to have. You the know caramel how notes. in you know it's like Laffy Taffies, mm-hmm. they're like banana flavored. But it, you you could tell it's like a fake banana flavor. It's just not re- not right. Yeah, and this one is kind of like that. It's like I can tell they're trying to go for that kind of sweetness, mm-hmm. but it just kind of tastes strange. Yeah, it's not bad. It doesn't taste bad though. No, yeah. I don't. I don't dislike it, and I think I do prefer this over over um over regular yeah. budweiser yeah for sure but before we move on to the music i'm just going to read what it says it's on the a bottle. little bit more complex than a normal budweiser i'm going to read yens what it says in the bottle here all right y'all it says we should write this at the beginning but <laughs> why not do it a little out of order as is per usual on american brews and tunes we don't do anything in order here this is a flavorful american copper american lager flaverful. brewed with two row barley and aged on real jim Beam bourbon barrel staves for a toasted oak aroma A deliciously nutty taste with caramel rye and vanilla notes and a smooth finish. Ah. Smooth finish. I They're smooth. And and there are... I would say there's a little bit of oakiness to it. I don't think there's vanilla at all. I don't get much vanilla. I get a little oakiness in the aftertaste. Just a a little kind of creeping up there, you think? What what would you say? Yeah, I can definitely... I would say that the word they use, a deliciously nutty taste, Mm -hmm. I think... That's what they're going for. That is kind of how I would not, it characterize it. It might not hit it. on the deliciously nutty taste, but I think that's what they're going for. Maybe if you just took that away and it was just one nutty beer, <laughs> <laughs> it's not bad though. I'm not sure no, that I would. No, it's. Definitely I wouldn't go not. out of my way to get it, but it's not bad. If like, if it was between this and Budweiser, I go with if this. If they put, if they made twelve packs of this, and I was like, I just kind of want to get a cheap beer. You go for that? Yeah, yeah. Why not? Why definitely better not? than all the light beers. Yeah. Shall we delve into the album? Yes. <laughs> we shall. Let's start talking about uh, the men's singers. Okay. <laughs> Are you just trying to do <laughs> your, your deepest voice? Let's start. <laughs> let's <coughs> review the album. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it sounds like, you're, like <laughs> you're about to throw up. Let's start reviewing the album. Let's that hurts my throat to try let's to talk review that way. <laughs> All of you at album. home, try to talk as low as you can. <laughs> it's that, it's that. <laughs> oh, my gosh. It's so difficult. Anyways, <laughs> so let's dive on to On the Impossible Path by the Menzingers. Let's do it. This is their third album. I believe so, yeah. Um, and it's this, their it's their breakthrough album. It came out in twenty twelve on Epitaph Records. Third it's album. The, it's the third. Okay, yeah. Uh, they had two prior. This was their first big. Um, but this is the breakthrough one. album for sure. Uh, this is when they they got their sound kind of going where they wanted to, and it just everything clicked for them. I think on this album. Where, what is their sound in general, Steve? Oh, it's hard to describe. Kind of um, like it's like rock, like, broad term rock, but then like influences from punk and mm. like Americana and. Americana in terms of like their lyrics, Semi- like Bruce Springsteen, like le- type lyrics songs. Yeah, yeah. Um, I it, you just gotta listen to them. It's really worth checking out. They're they're oh, yeah. uh, very slice of life. you yeah, they're dope. Yeah. They're dope. Or as uh, the late great Mac Miller would say, most dope. In a on a scale from one to dope, <laughs> they are dope.
1: Well, I, they're, they're not really one.
0: Don't know how to. It's either one or it's dope. I don't yeah. really know how to classify your your scale there. <laughs> Anyways, uh, this is the first album I ever listened to by the Menzingers. Same. The first song I ever heard from them is the first track off of here, and that's what sold me on them. Um, I was like, this is great. Yeah. Uh, And the rest is history for me. Um, Wait, so how does that one start again? I've been having I've been a horrible time. time. So after that, I just delved into... Uh, oh, Rented World had just come I out, their, their next album to come, so I yeah. I was like, these guys are great! Yeah. Um, but uh, this, this album, I think, is phenomenal. I'm sure eventually we'll probably mm-hmm. review Rented World as well. We might as well. Why I think, we? Uh, before we dive in uh, to the lyrics in the, the songs in general, I think that it's safe to say that this is a concept album. Mm-hmm. Uh, not every single song necessarily lends itself to the one concept that they're going for, but on the impossible past, they're definitely talking about what used like, to be, right? What what used right. to be and, and cannot I mean, be attained again, even by the title on of the saying the impossible on past the impossible past. So the past is impossible; you can't get it back, you can't recreate anything. It's it's the past. Yeah, um, and I think a lot of the songs fit there. They definitely do. Um, yeah, there are certain th- like. Uh, Motifs or images that recur in the album, like American muscle cars and yeah, and like, some other yeah there are, things that they'll harken back to. There are a lot of uh, situations in the songs where they uh, essentially the song is about something taking place in the past, and along with that. Some type of memory or nostalgia, longing, Uh, nostalgia. Yeah, reminiscing, sad nostalgia with like a yearning. Yeah, I would say definitely it's a it's a nostalgia, but it's not like a like oh, remember that time. It's like oh my god, it's like I wish I was. Yeah, Yeah, kind of like kind of like not regretting it, but wishing wishing you were back there. Wishing that I don't know something like you were that way now or something like that. And um, the album that we had reviewed previous, like, like we said, was After the Party. And that album There's dealt also with... also kind of a concept album as well. It is. And it deals with leaving your 20s and going into your 30s. So this is yeah. kind of probably about mid-20s where, where you're not a youngster anymore. You're not a teenager. You don't, you're don't you not living that free lifestyle. And you're kind of wishing you were still. That's where they're at in yeah, this album. Mid-20s, right. looking right. back at the, the late teens probably. Uh-huh. Um, it took me a long time to figure out what the title of this album was. <laughs> Oh really? Yeah, because uh, I used to see the cover all over the place, and it's it's kind of a close up shot of some cleavage. Yeah. And so I always used to just think of it as, oh, it's the cleavage album. Yeah, you would, uh, you would always say that. and I would always I was be like, hey, like, put put on the cleavage album. I you know, would always be like, I guess you could call it that, but that's not what it actually is. I know, but uh, yeah. Anyways, shall we dive in? We shall. All right, I'm going to recommend. The whole album, mm-hmm. me too. I'm just gonna go with four songs to pick out as I'm, as highlights. I'm not. I think the whole album's great, but I'm I'm putting four highlights just because. But I'm guessing that whatever you say, I'll probably agree with. Okay, well, I would so. recommend the first song, yeah, which is "Good Things." Good, you mean good the things. good things are happening to me? No, ain't no doubt about it. I think it's From about Toy Story. The opposite of good things, yeah, and the opposite of Toy Story. <laughs> There are no toys coming to life in this song. <laughs> Not that I know of. There might be some weird subtext or reading between the lines that I just haven't discovered yet. But I, doubt uh, I don't think Buzz Lightyear's in there. <laughs> yeah, uh, well, but like we said, hour. this song uh, starts off with, I've been having a horrible time. And it's real like nice and soft. But then once all the, the instruments come in, it's a banger. I've been having a horrible time. Yeah. Dun, 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 dun. And so it's just like literally he's, he's where he is mind. probably his mid twenties and he's, he's just like really having a, a tough time. Yeah. And the and, next and line and the is kind of, the next line kind of probably encapsulates what the song's about, right? The bridge I've, does. I've been closing my eyes to find how all good things, all good things fall apart, fall apart. Yeah. Yeah. But the, the, the bridge is where he's like, uh, like when we would take car rides in your American muscle car. Yeah. Uh, I felt American for once in my life. I never yeah. felt again. Yeah. So like looking back on a, on a different time in your life and mm-hmm realizing how good you had it then i guess yeah and just really yearning for that to come back yeah but it can't you can never feel it again it can't it's impossible this song's a rager it, it is, is. It's just so put this good. on and scream it in my car <laughs> yeah <laughs> can't scream it while i'm inside with Did other they play people. this at the show on this past sunday oh heck yeah they did they played a lot off of this album they did it was mainly this album and after the party they played for after them. the party yeah i was yeah. kind of hoping they would play us some songs from rented world but they. me didn't. too but that's okay that's okay it's okay, I guess. I guess. Uh, shall we move on? We shall. This song is called "Burn After Writing." Burn after not like burn after reading. The, no, uh, different. The uh, the Coen Brothers Coen movie. Brothers movie, yeah, yeah. That's a comedy that's of a errors. Very funny movie. This is not a comedy of errors. <laughs> um, this is uh, another song, and it's the the last song. Um, Good things was sang by Greg Barnett. Yeah, he's one of their singers. He's got a more of a deeper voice, I think. Deeper and. Uh, I should say more gravelly. Deeper and a little bit more gravelly. And the other singer, whose name is Tom Mays, got a maybe like a more tr- slightly tre- more trebly boy voice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, if you wanted to put it in like general. Yeah. I mean, if you were the... to classify them as general stuff, you could say like he's a tenor. And, yeah. If and you listen to the first song, Good Things, and then you listen to this tone. second song, Burn After Writing, you can tell the difference in the vocalists. Yeah. Uh, but at they're... first, whenever I first listened to them, I was like, I didn't realize that there were two singers. So I was like, wow, this guy's like singing. Weird, like differently. And <laughs> He's really switching it up big yeah. time. And I think at one point you were like, Yeah, there are two singers. And then I was like, I like the other singer better. The who's, uh, what's his name? George? Greg? Greg. Off of the first song? Yeah. I like him a little now, bit better, but I like but them now both now. I like them both now. Yeah. I, I like, like them, them both, both a lot. equally now. And when they do sing together, their voices uh, are nice. It's a nice blend. Um, this is a good song. Uh, it's got a oh, nice yeah. segue between Good Things and Burn After Writing. Um, and I really like when they double the vocal part. Uh, in in octaves, mm-hmm. um, it just it sounds very nice. Yeah, there's some good imagery in the song, um, but that's all I really have to say about it. Okay, uh, shall we move on to the obituaries track number we three? Shall. my next recommendation? Um, I think this is probably one of the catchiest songs they've ever written. Yep, um, definitely. There is a lot of f words in this song, <laughs> yeah. um, so it's not radio friendly because the chorus is just the f word is, is, a they're, lot. They're just saying I will f this, this up. up. I f it, no know it, but it's so catchy. I will, but it but it's I just know just so good. And it's it's about the exact theme that the the album is about. Uh-huh. Um, it's talking about old times, like uh, the first the first line is "We stumbled and stared at the carnival lights that lit up New York City, we lit up New York City, from a rooftop in Brooklyn that was covered in bad graffiti." And then I let a thousand splinters pierce right through my spo- spoiled liver, whatever else was left of it. So yeah. he's reminiscing of like that old time of being on a rooftop drinking with your buddies, yeah, and just like partying as like a mm-hmm. an and younger then, child. Obviously, he's older now, and it's it's not the same. Mm-hmm. I've been fine. I've been spending all my time reading the obituaries, thinking about death and whatnot. It could I, he could be talking about literal death, or he could be talking about I'm reading like I'm, I'm reminiscing Reminis- of what's reminiscing about the, gone, like, like obituaries were written about your past yeah i mean maybe it is about actual obituaries but oh my goodness is this song so catchy oh my gosh yeah this is one where uh when they play it live everyone everybody along. everybody sings along and it's just yeah. so dope it is such a good song uh shall we move on to track number four yeah this song is called gates and it's gates oh my third recommendation i was gonna say yeah so 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 far we agree 100 yeah. on the recommendations when we saw them open up you. for bayside i tweeted at them i was like you guys should play gates and then uh, at the show, they're like, this song was a request. I was hoping that it was me, but maybe someone else requested it. I don't know. Probably someone else did yeah. as well. Um, I think that this is similar in theme, I guess. I mean, it's talking about the past. Uh, it's talking about him being lonely. Like, yeah. like you're talking about his lonely soul. Yeah. Um, I think there might be some religious connotations in this because Probably, he says, yeah. I'm marching up to your gates today to throw my lonely soul away. Right, and like, like the normal trope of uh culture is like the pearly gates of heaven yeah whatever. so he's marching up to those gates to throw his lonely soul away because i don't need it you can take it back yeah um and it's just it's it's a sad song it's, i mean it's it's talking about being so lonely like, again he's like i don't need my soul i'm talking about i remember all these those times and now i'm just lonely yeah yep. um moving oh, on so good though to track number five is it number, number five? five yeah uh, it's called ava house Ava Haas. Or is, as we say in Pittsburgh, Ava Haas. Ava Haas. Yeah. Or as we say in Pittsburgh. Ava Haas. <laughs> um, they're not from Pittsburgh. They're from Scranton, PA, which is a lot yeah. closer to Philly. Yep. So they're Flyers fans. Boo. <laughs> Unless you're Flyers fans, we like you. We just don't like the Flyers. Well, I don't know about you, Jesse, but I'm not a Flyers fan. I, I've got nothing against them. Well, if you're a Flyers fan, boo, Capitals. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a Minnesota Wild fan. That's a wild, bold choice, but whatever. <laughs> um, what do you think about this uh, this song? I think this song has one of the most different feels than definitely the rest of the like album. It's slower. It starts off with the It just has that drum beat kind of driving for I most of the, the song. Got gotcha, gotcha, um, I remember whenever I first listened to this album this song came on and I was like Eh, I don't really like it as much as the other ones. Yeah, this one didn't but strike me very much at first. It's uh, similar to what we were talking about last week about how it, an album, you know, you got to give it a chance and you got to li- like re listen to songs that maybe you don't like at first because songs do grow on you eventually, is what we've found. Um, this was one of those songs for me. Uh, whenever I first listened to it, I was like, man, I don't really know if I like this song very much. But as I continued to listen to the album, it really I was grew like, on you. Yeah, for sure. Fair enough. And, like, the uh, for me, I guess, like the slow, like, single note, like, quarter note drum beat at the beginning, I was like, so boring. <laughs> but as you get used to the Menzinger sound, their drummer, he doesn't like do a lot, he's not flashy, it's not flashy, yeah. No. But it's he's a solid drummer, though. Agreed. Um, let's move on to track number six, which is called Sun Hotel, Sun Hotel. Uh, the first of two songs that uh, begin with I Remember. I remember you well at, at the, the Sun, Sun Hotel. Hotel. Um, this is, again, another song where about the past. Yeah. Um, but this one, again, is about being in your, I'm assuming, his hometown where he's feeling lonely and reminiscing about the past. Because yeah. um, it's, I'm going to recite one of my favorite lines from this album, okay. which also ties into our beer. Ooh. Um, and this song says, "I'm pretty sure this corner of the world is the loneliest corner in the whole world. Maybe it's me or the bartender, this Budweiser, or the other customers. When all the eyes are glued on the six o'clock news uh, for another fire and another successful deer season, I'll leave you alone. You'll leave me alone.
1: Yeah.
0: I mean, there might be something like relationship wise going on there that he's singing about specifically. Seems um, like it. Yeah. But he's like." being mundane like being lonely and, and being in this mundane place where yeah. everyone's just watching the news for yeah. a f- either a fire or the deer season so it's like nothing yeah. that's like it's like I feel like this is a a really good representation of like that point in your 20s uh, when you don't feel like you're going anywhere yeah I don't know if and that's what you were like, trying to think of well, but was that's what I think say of. feeling like I mean looking at this Budweiser um, I don't really know how I'm going to say this yeah I don't know where you're going uh, about, I guess, like the mundaneness of like everything. Just same. Like when you're in that type of emotional state, like all those uh, simple things that he's saying have way more impact on you. Like being in a bar alone, like seeing all these other people, bar flies, if you will. And realizing that, I don't know, like realizing that you're alive, that you're there and that it's like, Maybe he's saying like it's all pointless or something like Could that. Be. Like, oh great, another fire on the news, another deer season, Could be. successful deer season or whatever. Mm, he's and, just remembering, but then he's some, like, he's trying, a he's trying time at the Sun Hotel. Yeah, he's like trying to figure out how, why he's feeling that like feeling that way. Maybe it's me or the bartender or this Budweiser or, or the other customers. Yeah. So yeah, that is a that's a very dope line. It is. Shall we move on to the flip side of the album? Yes, all on right. to the B side. Track number seven is called Sculptors and, um, "Sculptors and Vandals." This also starts with "I remember, I remember," mm-hmm. uh, and it, it uh, starts off with that line in kind of like a half speed. Um, and after the first verse, he does the "I remember" one more time, and it really speeds up double time. and almost—I don't want to say—it turns into a punk song, but it it gets faster. Faster. And yeah. I just really always like that when it when it speeds up and gets faster. Yeah, same here. Um, I think this song has uh, some relationship connotations. Um, like he in one of the verses he said, "You said sometimes I needed you around. You said my conveniences are so convenient that you that you wanted to be interesting. Then you fell asleep. Mm-hmm. And uh, you fell asleep. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's I I definitely think it's a little bit more relationship oriented yeah, than some of like the other it. things on this album. But the, the the song ends with him saying, Walk home single, seeing double.' So he's yeah, yeah there's no question there. Um, shall we move on? We Ciao. All right. Track number 8 is called Mexican Guitars and this oh, is my last recommendation. What a great song, yeah. yeah. This is a really great song. Um this song is definitely about reminiscing about oh, like I'm, an old friendship. Yeah, I believe this song is on the impossible past. <laughs> yeah? <laughs> yeah. okay. Yep. All right. Um my one of my other favorite lines from this album is on here as well. Yeah. At uh, the start of the second second uh, verse and he says you were an old friend who covered up your innocence with bad tattoos. All the bands you loved in high school, the ones that you said that I had to listen to all the time. <laughs> I did what I did to get away from. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so it's you know you're reminiscing about your old friend, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah. the reason why it's called Mexican guitars is because they're talking about playing those chords they learned on their Mexican guitars. Yeah, and I believe I think he is someone one of the, someone from the band posted a picture. And he was like, This is the guitar that I'm referencing in Mexican ta- guitars. And I think it was like a Mexican Telecaster or a Stratocaster or something like that. But it was a Fender Mexican build instead of a, an American build. Yeah. I mean, it makes sense. Yeah. I, whenever I, I pictured like mexican nylon string guitars yeah mariachi bands <laughs> yeah whenever i first heard the song i was like hmm, they're singing about like, mariachi band songs yeah yeah i really like how the the first line of the song is you were an old friend and the very last line in the song is you were an old friend so it's sandwiched in you were an old friend yeah Ugh. i'm just thinking of like these songs in my head yeah they're, they're so, so catchy Um, Moving on to track number nine, which is On the Impossible Past. (gasps) Title Title track. track. Um, This is a short song. Yeah. Um, And it's just, he's strumming his guitar. Bring, 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 bring. We took rides in In your your American American muscle car. So there's the muscle car coming back where they... American... Oh, wait. Share our smokes. Share our smokes. But he also says I, we, I felt American, um, mm-hmm. but that that theme comes back, and obviously he's remembering that that same that instance same from the instance, bridge of yeah. the, the first song. Yeah. Um. So this is the impossible past on the impossible right. past. Um. This song flawlessly segues into the next song, nice mm-hmm. things, and if you didn't know better, you'd <sighs> say they were the same song. Um, if I could recommend more songs, this would probably be another one. But you can do have, whatever you want. I'm limiting myself to four. That's why I, I said I, I recommend the whole album. <laughs> I do too. But if if someone if someone Wanted just a couple songs to pick from. Oh, okay. I wanted yeah, to yeah. highlight those for them. Yeah, that's I why think, I picked them. You up. did a good job. Yeah, uh, but "Nice Things" is a great song. It takes that same melodic theme from the short song on the Impossible Past and, and carries that over into yeah. the faster, more um, full band version. Um, and they switch singers. Uh, Greg was singing on the Impossible Past. Tom sings uh, "Nice Things." Um, the verses are super catchy. The chorus is catchy. Do you want nice things? Sure, sure you do. Yeah. Um, and it's that's about them i think reminiscing about the past and, and kind of wishing that things were better yeah but also probably um about material things a little bit yeah a little bit yeah. i'm sure there's something like that has to do oh, i don't know partially partially i don't know uh, shall we continue the theme about reminiscing about the past yeah let's do it up all right track number 11 is called casey this is definitely reminiscing about the past. Yes. And if I could recommend more than four songs, this would also be in there. <laughs> uh, I think this is a live staple. Yeah. Um, most of these songs on this album, um, I think I've heard them play live. Uh, maybe all but like one or two. Yeah. Um, but I, every time I've seen them, they play Casey. Um, and this is him reminiscing about his buddy Casey. In mm-hmm. um, the chorus is, me and Casey used to get high before we did the dishes. Oh, every evening, me, me and Casey. I always used to get drunk before used we did the dishes. I before we before, before our uh, boredom. Dishes. But yeah, it's it's just him and his buddy Casey, and uh, who, who gets drunk before doing dishes? Makes doing dishes more interesting. Um, I just think it's a probably bad combo. You'd probably break a lot of <laughs> a lot of glasses. Drop a lot of glasses. Yeah. Whoops. Uh, but yeah, he's just talking about his buddy Casey and, and uh, reminiscing about them being younger yeah 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 this is really interesting because I feel like the whole theme of this album I've had like those thoughts before, but I've never like dwelled on them, you know, you never dwelled on like thinking about the past, like reminiscing in my head and like wishing <clears throat> to go back my whole like first year of moving to Nashville after moving to Nashville was like this, really yeah like this this album is the theme song of my my first year in Nashville pretty mm. much it was all kind of those like um like what what's what's going on like i yeah, you mean like i'm like regret like unsure of kind of like just your decision. Wist, wistfully thinking about the past oh in good contexts well yeah because the past was good yeah like i missed all my buddies and all my good times and i was yeah. like far away and, and like starting a new life yeah and i was in my mid 20s trying to figure out what what's going on yeah i feel like that's what I don't want to project my own experiences on what the band's writing about because obviously they they could be talking about completely different things, but that's what I get out of it. The general kind of feeling of yeah. the album, yeah. yeah. And who knows? Maybe I'm interpreting this all wrong. Who knows? Anything's right. possible, you know? If you just believe. <laughs> Everything's possible if you believe. If you just believe. If you believe hard movie? enough that the earth is flat, it'll become flat no you crazy person who believes that what's that movie where they're ice skaters with will farrell and napoleon dynamite uh die hard no it's <laughs> not uh no not talladega nights oh uh, what is it blades of glory blades of Glory. do you remember uh napoleon dynamite's character he's like if you can dream it you can be it that's the, i think it's <laughs> yeah. his answering machine yeah <laughs> <It's> <laughs> that's his answering machine <laughs> it's so goofy yeah all right uh, mr call just remember this if you can dream it you can be it shall we move on Yes. The penultimate track is called, I Can't Seem to Tell. Um, This song's got another kind of interesting feel to it. What a catchy chorus. I can't seem to tell. Yeah, it is. I can't seem to tell. Yeah, I mean, the the song is super catchy, but I really like in the, I think it's in the second verse, um, when he says, remember that time that I had a conscience? Yeah. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> and he just really stretches out that pause yeah, in between. Yeah, me neither. But there's a yeah. pause between when I remember when I had a conscience and then yeah pa- I think it's like Remember the days when I had a conscience. Yeah, yeah. me neither. Yeah, like, do, but like, but I can't seem to tell. Yeah, it's like implying like a. You remember when I had a some, concert? someone's like, hmm, mm. "Do I remember?" <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it's it's painted pretty well. And he's like, "Yeah, me neither." You want to move on to the last track, track number twelve? Let's do it. Track number twelve is called "Freedom Bridge." Freedom Bridge. And I had initially thought that this song was about ODing, um, kind of similarly to on the the most recent album, "After the Party," the song "Boy Blue." Yeah. Because um, they, they referenced some specific people, and I always thought they were talking about ODing. Um, but after doing a little bit of research, like we always do for the podcast, um, I found out that this was a little bit more about suicide. Oh, really? Um, yeah, the The title apparently was taken from the Freedom Bridge, which is on the Pennsylvania Turnpike. I mean, mean Turnpike, not Turnpike. Yeah. Um, it's uh, north of Scranton a little bit, and uh, it's known for its history of suicides. Really? Yeah. Interesting. So uh, there's a little bit there. Um, but I also read, and I'm going to just quote uh, lyric genius one of our our favorite um sites for getting a little bit to insight to kind of figure out yeah um what they say is it offers an underlying political commentary that sums up on the impossible past's key critiques of the failure of the american dream Um, By selecting specific characters, and those are the people who they reference in their their verses. If you you listen to the song, you'll hear them reference a couple different names. Um, Tom creates a personal, interconnected picture of disenfranchised Middle America, also weaving his own experience in the bigger picture through these seemingly anonymous stories. Hmm. Interesting. So... I don't really touch upon I I I think there is some some political and kind of failure of the American dream but I I don't really get that out of this album. I know that there is It seems more more personal than that's that. That's what I get out of it. I get more personal than political. Um is the American dream even a political idea? Isn't that well, the failure could be a result of of the situ- the political oh, climate. The po- yeah. yeah, I suppose. Um the American dream is not what it used to be. No, definitely not. No, the American not dream anymore. was w- before, I'd say, is what to uh, get married and have a house and have a kid. The, when, pave yeah, your when, own way. when was that like the, the main the golden, American dream? The, the greatest gold, generation age? The f- 50s? That's sort of, like, that was like the greatest generations thing, I'd say. Is that the 50s? Yeah, somewhere around there. 40s, 50s, 60s. Yeah, you like picture... Uh, what's that one show? Leave it to Beaver. Mm. Kind of like that mm-hmm. or whatever else, but... I mean, it, don't you think that a concept like the American American Dream would like evolve, constantly be evolving? You'd think so, but like there is the American Dream, which kind of is pick yourself up by mind. your own bootstraps and make make something out of your life, be yeah, successful. I, I guess so, pretty much. But, I, but then the question becomes, what is success? I don't know. I don't know. It could be whatever you want it to be. Mm-hmm. But in summary, <laughs> on the Impossible Pass is a phenomenal. <laughs> up. <laughs> in summary, in summary, let me restart. Zoop, 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 zoop. Reverse. In summary, <laughs> on the impossible past is a fantastic. Burp, just kidding. it's a fantastic <laughs> album from front to to, to back. It's yeah. I think it's meant to be listened to whole way the whole way through. Oh yeah. Um, the theme, uh, the themes, I guess I could say, are are pretty reoccurring. Pretty apparent, um, yeah. yeah. It's not a concept album in the way that there's a story happening the whole way through, but there's elements that pop there's a, there's up again, a, there's, there's a, a thread, common thread. A thread that goes through a all the A concept that goes through all the songs. But uh, go ahead and check this whole album, guys. I think you'll like it? Yeah. If not, then you're crazy. Actually, that might be a true statement. Probably not. Some people, you know, some people don't like it. Some things. people just don't like it. Some people are crazy. Shall we look... F- Towards next week? Yes, we shall. What are we going to be doing uh, next week? Episode number 60 week? is going to be a return to our regular format, which it's a little been a little while since we've done it that. It has been. It actually has. Oh, well, yeah, it has been. Wow. Because we had a repeat episode, and then a rec- a one-off, and then a recommendation, and then this is another and one-off. Another one-off. Um, so next week we'll be talking about two different albums, Ooh. and we'll have two different brews. So finally we're back. We're back. Um. We're back to the will original. be really... Going back to the concept album, like I, I remember mm-hmm. I had you listen to Silverstein's Shipwreck in the Sand. Yep. Where there was one story that goes the whole way through. I'm gonna give you another album that has a story. Uh this is by a band called Direct Hit, a fellow Midwestern band. I know yeah. you're a midwestern Midwesterner yourself. Um from Michigan? Wisconsin. 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 Yeah, so very Midwestern. Wisconsin. Um probably have some good cheese curds up in there. Probably. Uh the album's called Brainless God. Oh. Um so there's definitely some afterlife stuff in there. Yeah. Uh, but it's They'll very interesting. Stuff. Yeah. Very interesting to hear their concept because it's a little bonkers. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'll let you dive in and see what you think, though. Okay. What should I listen to? You will be listening to an album by the band Wilco. And that album is called. Co Will. Co Will. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Actually, it'd be Glue. Oh, are you trying to do Wilco backwards? Yeah. oak Oclow. O-c- 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 right? No, I'm t- actually trying to say O-c- it clue. backwards. Oak. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're trying too hard. Uh Back in the day, we figured out how to say Final Fantasy backwards. And if you did a, a recording of it uh saying that and played that backwards, it would sound like Final Fantasy. Well, that's weird. Didn't we also figure out how to say I like beer backwards? Yeah, we did. You're I don't right. remember how to do it. Anyway, for all of you listening, this is how you say Final Fantasy backwards. How is it? Yisane <laughs> fanelf. Really? Yep. Yisane <laughs> <laughs> fanelf. <laughs> <laughs> oh goodness gracious me! But anyway, back to uh, back to what I'm yeah going to have you listen to. I need to know what to listen to. Yeah, it's the album Yankee Hotel Foxtrot. That's quite by a title. Loco. And it's way more accessible than what I last recommended to you. So, it was so long ago. What Which was, was the last? Animal Collective. Oh, goodness. Everything's more accessible for the most part. I, I don't want to say <laughs> everything because there's definitely things that aren't. Yeah. Um. But good. Good. Yeah. I'm glad. It's a fantastic album. I think you'll like it. Yeah. Well, I'm looking forward to getting back to our regularly scheduled episodes. Of course. We will be doing... One offs and if any of you guys would like to recommend an album for us to listen to, send us a message. Please feel free. Um look us up on all the social media things. All those like, social meds. Like uh Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, we're American Brews and Tunes. Uh you can go to our website, which is brews and tunes dot com, or you can send us an email at American Brews and Tunes at gmail dot com. Do you think there's a uh, there's an app for beer called Social Mead? I don't like know, but media. there should be. Social meds. There should be if there Social isn't. Needs. Hashtag we wrote that. Hashtag it was Hashtag if that app comes out after this episode, we get all the rights to it. Anyways, um, we're looking forward to next week. Um, hopefully you guys like this episode. If not, sorry, check out <laughs> some more because I promise there's some good ones in here. We tell some great jokes. They're all fantastic. I guess so. Um, anyways, shall we uh, finish off these brews and sign off? Michelle, any final thoughts on the brew? Um, it. Got a little bit less desirable as it warmed up, but yeah, that's not that's not unexpected. With, typical with macro of yeah of a macro. Yeah, I feel like macro brewery beer. We've been stretching this beer up for what thirty five minutes now. Yeah, and so I feel like they're meant to be meant to be drank a little quicker. And their mine's getting kind of low. Yeah, so it's it's the warm, temperature it's is even even warmer. Yeah. yeah. So, anyways, as we always say at American Brews and Tunes, and if you have a beer, say the magic us. word with us. Shiver Once again, my name is Stephen Johnston, and my name is Jesse Titus. Thanks again for listening to another episode of American Bruise and Tunes. Let's try to harmonize it. Of American Brews and Tunes. That was weird. Never again. <laughs> See you guys Peace Here's a theme song You know it's not a mean song It's a good song Just as it should song American Brews and Tunes shibbity beam day